This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by my buddy Adam Glenn out in New York. It is time for our Raw Rundown. Time to uh, basically count down the top stories in entertainment news, get you caught up, get you ready for the weekend for this Friday episode. Adam, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It was a it was an interesting week in entertainment news. Not like I thought last week was really good. This week it's like mm-hmm. very diverse. Yep. But uh, you know, the number one story is just a story that I we'll get into it. But I'm just I have a lot of questions about it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's read a couple questions or a couple reviews <laughs> yeah. uh, before we get into the countdown. Just to give a little shout out, say thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for leaving those reviews on iTunes. All right. This one comes from. La Chi Girl, I guess is how you pronounce it, with five stars. Great podcast, fun, well-rounded, good dudes. Adam, you are a good dude. So Thank you, I La Chi Girl. Is that how you pronounce it? La Chi Girl. Good <laughs> dudes. Hey, listen, I'll take being a good dude. <laughs> All right, next one comes from AKCO610. Heard you on Dumois. Love this podcast. I look forward to it every week. There's nothing quite like it. Thank you guys for being raw and real. I love your interviews and I love how unique they are. Amanda C. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda C. Very sweet. Love Dumois. Love you. Appreciate the feedback. And last one is from Fashion Geek 25. Fantastic. Lorena from Scotland. Lorna. Oh, sorry. Lorna. Lorna from Scotland. I started listening. Lorna from Scotland. I started started listening. Oh, you want to read it? Go yeah, read let it. me try. Let me see if I can read. Um, I've been practicing. I started listening <laughs> to some of your old interviews, and before I knew it, I went from one to another, and I was on there for hours because they were so enjoyable. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Lorna from Scotland. Yes, we're uh, we're huge in Scotland. Finally, we've been trying to do that. <laughs> Love that review. Love you guys for taking the time. I really, really do appreciate it. All right, let's jump into it. Adam, go for it. Number what 10. What number are we on? Let's start at number 10. All right, number 10. Jimmy Kimmel apologizing to, is am I saying her name right? Quinta Bunsen? Brunson? Sounds good enough, but I know the show okay. she's on, but yeah. <laughs> uh, for his uh, Emmys 2022 joke after there was just a huge backlash. So if you were watching the Emmys, uh, Quinta, I guess is how I say her name, she was going up for her acceptance speech. Jimmy laid down on the floor next to her while she was doing her acceptance speech, and a lot of people felt that it was too distracting that it was taking away from her moment her shine um and instantly twitter just lit up like roasting him saying what the hell jimmy you out of all people should understand that this is a big moment in someone's career when they win their first emmy and for you to sit there and distract everyone because of your lame little joke um you know people were really fired up she actually took it really well if you're watching the telecast she actually like leaned down and said jimmy jimmy wake up I just won, you know, and she made it fun. Well, the best part is she came on his show. So he started up his um, monologue on Wednesday night. She came out, interrupted his monologue and said uh, (laughs) and basically took over saying that she needed to get out the things that she wasn't able to during the Emmys telecast because there's only 45 seconds. So she was going to use his show to get out the rest of her acceptance speech. And I thought, what a smart, creative way for Jimmy to apologize. And they sat down, talked for a little bit, and he, he really did feel bad about the whole thing. He goes, you know, I 
I didn't mean for it to come off bad. I can understand why it came off bad, and I truly want to apologize because he is a big fan of her show. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy said he was uh, – well, she was the first – the first ever talk show she ever did was with Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy even saw the show before it came out and wrote her a note saying how much he enjoyed the show. I think, I think he, he – like, DM'd her even. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, legit fan of her show, Abbott Elementary, and just said, hey, like – I'm a big fan. Come on. And so she got to be on the on Jimmy show. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Jimmy meant well. It just didn't end well. Um, he and thought it was going to work. not all jokes land. At the end of the day, not all jokes land. That joke could have been hilarious. Maybe if it was even just someone else that it wasn't their first time getting an Emmy. You know sure. what I'm saying? I get it um, on his end. He tried something. He thought it would work out. But it just... It was poor timing. I think he handled it well. I think she handled it well. Fortunately, she's going to end up on a show. So it is what it is. She got some press out of it. And I feel like she had to address it because the internet kind of made such a big deal about it, which this is the one time I say the internet was like nice. Like, you know, yeah, they. I understand the internet's position on this. However, it feels like it's going to work out well. Jimmy apologized. She's going on the show. Um, and that's that. Number nine. Number nine, Rosie O'Donnell says that she turned down Woody Allen's role twice because she wasn't, quote unquote, under his spell. So she was on uh, the Howard Stern show on September 12th, and she sat down and told um, Howard that the that basically Woody Allen had quartered her twice to be in uh, some movie of his. And I'll tell you the movie here in a second. But she was like, I'm not feeling it. This was back when her talk show was huge. So 1996, she said that she got a call and uh, from, I guess, someone in Woody Allen's camp and said, he wants you to be in Sweet and Low Down and, uh, and said, please send him my HBO special because in his her HBO special, she basically raked him over the coals, talk all, talked all kinds of crap on him. And the woman said, oh, no, he's already seen it. And she then responded, okay, send it to him anyway with the word two words, fuck and no, <laughs> and to send it to him again. Apparently, his team didn't get the hint, called her back again and said that he really wants you to do this movie. He'd like to talk to you about it. And she said, I'm not doing it. I'm not working for him or with him, and I'm not being associated with him. And she then went on to say that uh, Woody Allen had a lot of people under his spell, but she wasn't one of them. And keep in mind that movie, Sweet and Low Down, starred Sean Penn, Uma Thurman, uh, Samantha Morton, and uh, definitely not Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, good cast. Um so. You know what, Dax? If Woody Allen called you, would you accept the role? <laughs> Dude, I, at <laughs> yeah. this point in my life, yeah, on. come on, no, man. No, um, I listen. Know, it's, that's, it's, it's a hard call because you know, like, he is one of those people that like makes movies and people still work for him. You know, like. Yeah, it's a tough thing. On the planet. It's so She's weird. been yeah, luckily for her, she didn't it wasn't about a it wasn't a money thing for her and her career it wasn't a a difference maker in her career and she had the power to say no. Yeah. Um, I and, love I love that she said no. Yeah, I think it's not a lot of people in Hollywood have the balls to say no or have, you know, just that kind of reputation that she can go no, I don't want it. There's so many people that would easily say, "Well, this could be my next big break. Of course I'm going to work with him. Of course yeah. I'm going to be in his movie." And I love that she said no. No, I, Rosie, and I heard this interview. It was a great interview with Howard Stern. She's just really cool. She gets Tell, it. Have She's you ever very... heard a bad Howard Stern interview? Um, be you want to be honest? In the past few years, I feel like it hasn't been as great because it gets. Mm. It's not how the Howard I grew up on. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. I would say that he even made me like people that I don't like. Yeah, but you know what the thing is? The people that go on the show now, not Rosie, because Rosie was on years ago, but like mm-hmm. he's getting some stars now who they 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 wouldn't go on the show 15 years ago and now they're saying oh I did Howard Stern but it, it's not as crazy as it once was 15 years ago and I miss that kind of you know when he was asking pretty intense questions like it was just more fun it was more now it's a little bit more tame than it's an hour and a half and if, it, if, it's a lot I'm I'm going to give someone if if you want an interview that I think might impress you a lot of people don't like uh, Anne Hathaway myself included um, I just feel like she's got a snooty personality and whatever. I listened to that episode. He interviewed her and I fell in love with her. And I was like, God damn it, Howard Stern. Why are you making me love Anne Hathaway? Which I, <laughs> And it was a great interview. So uh, if you would like to check it out, and I think you know what I'm saying. All right. Sounds good. Number on. eight. Number eight, Bethany Frankel. Uh, she is going on the crusade to basically stop people from using photo filters. She says it is basically outright lying. So, um, she, you know, she's 51. She went on social media Wednesday, and I'm only saying she's 51 because I don't know why I'm saying she's 51. <laughs> but she, she's got a campaign going against photo editing and filtering, um, and she posted a photo of herself kind of like airbrushed, very like smooth skin her yeah. hairline is lower there's no white hairs and then she posted next to the photo of it untouched and the funny thing is th- there's not that much of a big difference like yeah they smoothed out some lines but yeah. it's not like she looks like a different person yeah listen you still get botox i'm sure you still do fillers and that's like all right let's do no more botox or fill you know fillers i don't think it's a big deal if someone filters their face i don't judge them for doing it i know a lot of people like to shame people if they're filter photos like the kardashians always get shamed for filtering the photos i'm like who cares like that you know they're not there to be an example of like this is the style of look they're they're it's their personal instagram if i want to you know, make myself look like uh, the same color on my skin. That's it's who I don't know. I you think know what's this funny. Is just I don't dumb. think I, I've never used a filter that makes me look better. I always do dumb filters. Like I don't know if you saw my Instagram this week where I had to I did the, the bald. bald <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Like I do dumb filters, things that like make me look ridiculous. So I have yet to really go on and see if I look any better with. Uh, a filter, but I, I do understand where she's coming from because she's saying, "Look, I've got young kids. This is tough as a mother raising daughters in this world that is unobtainable." I get it, but it's also filters are a big part of re- of life now, and I'm not talking about just making yourself look better. But filters are Instagram, filters are Snapchat, filters are TikTok. Like that's what people do these days. Yeah, it's there's filters on TV. You, you know, you go on TV, you're getting. You know, unfortunately, you have a makeup crew to make yourself look better. So it doesn't just end on Instagram. It's everywhere. I think it's just one of those things where just fucking be normal. I don't know. Like, is that? It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know what you do. All right. Number seven. Uh, Christina Aguilera unfollowed Britney Spears this week on Instagram after uh, Britney put up a post that Christina did not like. So Britney put up this post about how it was... Another random Britney rambling one about how when she was younger, if she was to surround herself with fatter people, then she would, yes, look skinny. And she basically said that, you know, 
if I would have done that, like, oh, here, let me actually read it. It says, I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children, my dancers. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. I mean, why not talk about it? Yeah. That was weird. And so people are like, why are you body shaming, Brittany? Like, what are you doing, girl? You got all these people rallying around you and your freedom and all of these things. Why are you going to turn around and body shame people? Not only that, why are you going to go after Christina Aguilera and say, oh, she just surrounded herself with larger dancers to make herself look good? Like, good God. So uh, Christina did not say anything. She did the subtle most shadiest thing you can do and that is unfollow someone on instagram isn't it isn't it the worst I, it's crazy that people found out that christina stopped following Brittany. but it was page six page six went and saw that she didn't uh that she unfollowed her and i i love i love the shade but yeah it was right after that same listen it was a weird thing to say and i never really you wonder when christina was casting dancers or if anybody's casting dancers but that plays a part into it they want to no, have but you know what i think is different with christina i feel that christina a long time ago had body issues and then she like embraced it and then she was like i don't want to be the girl that only casts small petite little people i want people with bodies i want dancers i want an array of you know people on my set and i think that's truly what christina did i don't think she did it just so that she could look skinny interesting all right i think she wanted diversity number six Oh, God, are we tired of talking about these two? But number six is Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen facing marital issues and living separately, according to one report. Um, so CNN reported Wednesday that um, the two have been married, obviously, since 2009. He retor- retired from the NFL in February, then returned 40 days later. Well, that caused a lot of stress in their relationship. And now they're saying that they are living separately um, and that they're having major marital issues. Um, but what was r- a big insight look was that he did his podcast this week called Let's Go, and he talked about you know a lot of personal events he's not been able to participate in over the years because of football. He says, I haven't had a Christmas in 23 years. I haven't had a Thanksgiving in 23 years. I haven't celebrated birthdays with people that I care about that are born from August to late January, and I'm not able to be at funerals. I'm not able to be at weddings. I think it, there comes a point in your life where you say, you know what? I've had my fill and enough and time to go on to move on to other parts. That right there, I think, is Giselle's frustration. And I think this they probably do have a lot of marital issues because He's gone. When football starts up, the guy is nowhere to be found. You know what I'm saying? Except on a football field, and that's probably extremely frustrating for her. Yeah, I want to know who the leak is that's leaking all this stuff in their circle because this is stuff that's usually heavily guarded. I mean, it's pretty interesting. But you know what? This is who Tom Brady is. He's mm-hmm. you know obsessed with football. He's obsessed with, uh, you know, it's just he's – this is the type of guy he is. So you kind of know what yourself you're getting yourself into. Um, oh, and by the way, she did an inter- interview with Elle magazine also earlier this week. And she said, it's a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations with him over and over again, but ultimately I feel that everyone has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy too. Yeah. It's, um, <sighs> I hope they work it out. You know, I think he's got a good poker face on right now. He played good last week. Uh, but this is stuff that I'm surprised got out there. And now it's just, 
you know, this story just keeps getting gas. I think people. This you know is what I'm glad about what I'm glad I don't have Tom Brady on my fantasy team. <laughs> you know, yeah, he didn't. I need him focusing on either his marriage or football, but don't try to do both, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think this storyline is gonna play very much into this season, and it's gonna yeah. keep going and keep going. I think too much stress in your home life, it's gonna mess you up. Your 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 work time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You get in a fight with your wife, your girlfriend, like that lingers with you. And especially when it is so public and everyone knows that, well, I can't even imagine. All right, moving Number on. Number five. Number five, Pitch Perfect star Brittany Snow and her uh, husband, the OC, uh, selling the OC, Tyler Stranaland, I think is how you say it, Stranaland. Uh, they're breaking up. They're splitting after two years of marriage. Uh, pff, God, called this one, didn't we? You did. Well, I guess we did, Dumois did, Heather McDonald, Heather McDonald did. did. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, we did. didn't listen to all them. We just knew our thing. We were like, yeah, this, this we just knew ridiculous. something was up. Well, when you see her on the first episode and then like basically no mentions, no nothing of her, like they, you know that the producers wanted her to be a big part of this show. It's probably the reason that he even got cast was, oh, he's got a famous wife. Hell yeah, we want him on the show and we want to feature her. And she was on the first episode and then not anymore. And then there's scenes where he's like flirting with his cast members. There's like basically skinny dipping in the water, like all kinds of stuff. Well, clearly this marriage was set for a a, a disastrous end. And so now we find out that they are breaking up. So not a shocker at all. Yeah, sad. I mean, it's just... uh... It is what it is. It sucks, but it's something that we kind of saw coming just based on his new show. All right, number four. R. Kelly found guilty of multiple counts of child porn and enticement, I guess is that. So R. Kelly faced 13 counts for his allegedly conspired to falsify material and pay off victims in a previous case. Um, This is a Big freaking deal, guys. So this is Chicago a very big deal. on Wednesday convicted him on multiple counts. Uh, basically, he's already serving a 30-year sentence in New York after he was convicted of in 2001 of sexually abusing young fans. He was found guilty on three counts of child pornography and three counts of child entice- enticement. Um, you know, there was 13 to- total charges, including obstructing of justice by paying off um, a minor victim and witnesses in the Chicago case back in 2002, producing and receiving child pornography and coercing minors into engaging in illegal sexual activity so you know uh, the prosecutor in this basically got up and said ladies and gentlemen what r kelly wanted was to have sex with young girls so gross dude um they they began the jury began deliberating on tuesday after watching portions of an explicit video in which uh one of kelly's abusers said she was 14 at the time that it was recorded um and if you remember back in 2008 he was acquitted of 21 counts of child porn after he allegedly conspired to falsify material pay off the victims and other witnesses in the case so he basically got away with it once not getting away with this time. They are throwing him away for a very, very long time. Yeah, you're, um, I hate to say this, but I don't think anybody's going to see R. Kelly again, you know? But um, you know what's weird? Why Why with R. Kelly do they still play his music on the radio? Because it was fucking dope. <laughs> no. Uh, but, that, but Michael yeah. Jackson went through a time where 
no one wanted to play his music and then it eventually came back but like there was that weird point you know remember when wade robson came out and they did that documentary about michael and all of the alleged things that he did and people like started boycotting michael music where's the boycotts for r kelly shit like the dude's a nasty man so i met r kelly Five years ago, six years ago, six years ago, I think I met R. Kelly, and it was weird. I had a, I met him on the street. He was with his people. He's a big guy. First of all, he's a mm-hmm. big guy. He always had an entourage, and he had to. Rec- I was a setup shot, and he had to record a few lines for me, and he basically I gave him the paper, but on the paper he did have to like mention something about like the court case and the accusations. Why were you doing and, a setup shot with R. Kelly? Uh, we were recording for a show at the time. Oh, and so it wasn't it wasn't like a a, a pop up interview on the street? No, was, no, he was oh, okay, do, okay, okay. So okay. I was able to get it, and I knew the publicist, and he had to say five lines. He'd be like, you know, basically, well, he had to say a few lines. Like his line was like, uh, "I'm from Chicago, and I ball. You know, I could fly." Um, but one of the lines was basically like, you know. And, and I, I like to pee on little girls. Yeah, it was like, hey, you, you know, you might mean I do like girls sometimes. And it was like they, the, the people who wanted me to do it were trying to be funny. And I remember I was like, uh, read this. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Read this. And they're like, yo, are you, they got mad at me. I was like, uh, and it got really weird with R. Kelly. But he was like super shy, awkward, but crazy that he was able to get away with so much for so long. And well, he paid off a bunch of people, allegedly. That's yeah. what it seems like. He paid off people to keep their mouth closed, to change their stories, to mm-hmm. essentially get away with it in 2008, and it did not happen again. Yeah, but now it's uh, things have calmed down, and we kind of know the ending of his story. And it's, it's sad. It's a closing. It's filled with a lot more peeing in showers. Yeah, he'll do well in jail, though. Not in a sexual <laughs> way. Like, I think he'll be a star. People will love to talk to him, and... Uh. I, but you always no, hear that people don't people don't like when predators in yeah, jail. They don't like predators. Yeah, so it's curious to see how his career ends in jail. All right, number three. Number three, Wendy Williams enters a wellness facility due to quote unquote overall health issues. We've been talking a lot about Wendy Williams um, over the last couple months. Obviously, we had um, uh, oh my God, what's her name? Jess. Uh, Jess Finn. Finn. Jessica Finn. We had Jess Finn. Jess Finn, who broke uh, a lot of the Wendy stories on one of our recent episodes. She works over at the U.S. Sun. Um, but, uh, you know, the story's been crazy, I guess, now. It seems that she is taking some time to focus on her health and wellness as she prepares for a major comeback for the next level in her career with the Wendy William Experience podcast. This came from her publicist, Sean, and said, Miss Williams is being treated by a, a team of some of the best doctors in the world. We ask for your prayers well wishes during this time i you know at the end of the day i hope wendy gets the help she needs because she is clearly not doing well and there's a lot going on up there and i hope that they're able to get her back on track yeah it's actually interesting i had a story about her and it seems like outlets are not even really doing any more stories on her because they they realize that they're dealing with someone who has a serious issue going on it's depressing it's like Amanda Bynes or Brittany, you know, or even Kanye, when they start having their mental uh, wellness issues, it's like, oh, just just let them get better. Like, you don't want to cover it because you don't want to make it worse. Yeah. Uh, All right. Number two. Number two, Blake Lively is pregnant again. This is baby number four with Ryan Reynolds. 
Um, so she debuted her baby bump at the 10th annual Forbes Power Women's Summit on Thursday in New York City. Uh, it was funny because there was photos of her like in a white bikini in August where she had absolutely new baby bump and then she walked the red carpet and she's got a bump and she was proudly displaying it. Uh, you know, she's got um, a couple daughters so far, James, who's seven, Inez, who's five, Betty, who's two, and now this next little baby who is on the way. So they be rubbing bellies a lot over at the Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds house. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of babies, but I'm sure they could afford nannies. Uh, <laughs> play, you know, interesting place to kind of announce you're pregnant or kind of reveal the belly. Was that a Forbes event you think would be somewhere else? Maybe something more big? But I guess at the end of the day, she's starting to her sure stomach, her belly pops, and she has to. I think I think it was more about it being like the the F- Power Women's Summit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sure. a women's event. So but right now, like, this everything is a good moment. So as soon as she made that announcement, right now there's gonna be paparazzi waiting outside where they live, just trying to get 100%. more of the the belly shots. Hundred percent. And you know how much they love paparazzi. Oh yeah, it's you know it's so funny. So I don't know if this is too inside baseball, but. They have a deal. I shouldn't say deal with the paparazzi. They're cool. They used to be. They used to hate the paparazzi. Now I'm sure they still hate it, but they work with them. And I'm not saying they do setup shots. They go, listen, you're able to get our shots now. Shoot as much as you want, but when we're with our kids, don't even try. And for, that is the, a perfect way to work with the paparazzi. The yeah, perfect and, way. And the, shoot all you want. Like we're not going to be dicks. We'll let you get your photos. Our kids are here. There is a rule. You don't shoot. I think that is 100% acceptable. So, and all the paparazzi, at least in New York, are very, um, they're cool with it. They, you know, they're, they, they, they're very common. They work with them and um, they're, you know, it's been pretty good. You know, like I, I know there in the past, like Ryan actually has gotten like yelled at them, like what the fuck are you doing or kind of went crazy. But now they've been, it's like pretty good between the paparazzi, the relationship between the paparazzi and, and the camera guys, at least in New York. Yeah. So, all right. The number one story of the week, Dex. Number one story of the week, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio hanging with Gigi Hadid. So we laughed about it last week. We're like, oh, come on. You know, like, are these two really going to get together? She's over his 25-year-old limit that he always dates up until... She's 27, but they were spotted on Tuesday night, um, and that's the second time in a week. Um, apparently, they were at Casa Cipriani. Is yes. that a huge place down there right yeah, now? Yeah, it's a it's a um, it's a very popular spot. It's a sort of like a Soho house, and you have to have a membership mm-hmm. to go. So he was hanging with his his normal pals, um, and then you know at this at this venue at the same time, Jared Leto was there, Carmelo Anthony was there. Ivy Getty, the heiress was there, Dixie D'Amelio, and Robin Thicke popped on and did a performance on the piano in an upstairs room. So clearly, it is like the spot to be. So they're hanging out there, and then there's a shot of Gigi and Leo, and they're kind of leaning in and talking to each other. So, I mean, shit, I guess it's happening. Do you, so there's a photo leaked, obviously, but I still mm-hmm. am having issues deba- like thinking that Leo would go through with this. I think maybe they're photographed talking, and then we just try to jump to the conclusion, hey, here's another model. But twice in a week? It's fashion week. Leo's out every single night, you know, and she's out. So, you know, they see each other, they're friends. It's hard for me to still accept this, that this could be real. In fact, I will actually double down saying this is not going to be, this is nothing. Because I don't think this is, based on Leo's track record, 
he makes girls into celebrities. He doesn't go for celebrities. Interesting. All right. Well, there you have it. That is your raw rundown for the week. You are now caught up one through ten. You know all the the greatest things that have happened in entertainment news for this week. Um, We are here every Friday with the Raw Rundown. And obviously, if you guys have a chance, head on over, follow us on social media. We have uh, the, the Hollywood Raw Pod on IG. We've got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We've got all the social media platforms covered. And then obviously, Facebook is blowing up with our uh, private Facebook group. If you find Hollywood Raw, then go and find Off the Record, which is our private Facebook group that you have to be accepted into. And uh, we're having a lot of fun just talking shit with people and uh, just seeing what you guys are into, what you guys want us to talk about, what, uh, what makes your day tick. And so thank you for joining that. Yes, uh, follow me at, at Adam Glenn, follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. Leave a review because when you do that, we'll actually read your review live on air. We appreciate all the feedback. We'll see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.